welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. Um, the show, you know, that just keeps changing and changing. Yeah. Man, I love that moment when uh, we start recording because it's all like this new audio setup. But at the same time, I realize, oh, wait, there's something I want to talk to Combo about before the show. Too bad. It'll have to wait for <laughs> well, another week. We're talking week. about it now. Uh, oh, okay. No, we'll, we'll wait for another week. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think I think Wabbit's knows what's up, but that's okay. I think you'll be happy with it, combo. Actually, wow, I'm just being kept out of the loop. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you subscribe to our Patreon, I think you might have to yeah join the patron. Then maybe you'll <laughs> know, dude. The patrons know before combo. That's that's how much we can. That hurts. <laughs> Speaking of the patrons, we are at 20 patrons. Isn't that crazy? Woo. Who'd have thought? The day you call them patrons instead of patrons will be a, a good day. Patrons, patrons. They are called patrons. I, I <laughs> they have, are patrons. I have switched back patrons. and forth. I think I have switched back and forth um, <laughs> because it was Jer who called me out because I gave them coaching patrons role, and he's like, "It's patrons." I was like, "No." I was like, "Flash thinks it's patrons. They're called patrons." <laughs> I, I I will say I think I've used both, but uh, I think yeah. there's like because patrons makes me feel like i'm in like the renaissance era you know what i mean like that's yeah. i will forever use patreon yeah <laughs> all right well they can be patreon like supporters i think that's fair but then if you want to say mm-hmm. patrons you, you have to just say patrons right uh so our, our patreon welcome squad is uh big c is me uh bonji tage mike mr c mife pawn poor judgment shorzy and Smitzel, that's our Patreon welcome squad. By the way, we have so many new people that today I'm just happy I have everyone on the list because last week was a mess. Um, <laughs> to that, we have the replay combaties, uh, which include a Borniche. Um, I definitely didn't say that right. There's like a <laughs> Swedish or Danish or some kind of Viking blood O in the middle of it. Um, oh, with the double dado? <laughs> no, no, the O with the slash, you know? Oh, um, even better. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's perfect. You know, we're gonna watch some Vikings after this. Uh, mm. Cloud Nine, Go Blue Mason, Googly Woogly Woo, and King Knight TK, uh, all part of the replay combaties. And then we got the one hour combat crew that's uh, Sods and Eat Seeking Missile. Uh, and then we got the two hour combat crew, which is Arook, uh, Cursor, Kite, and your boy Hunty. Uh, special shout out from the people here. Uh, to your boy Hunty, who is helping with this audio uh, experiment that we're doing this week. Um, on top of that, I would like to uh, thank Pawn for being such a great man and, uh, you know, in a Marbles game, giving up his prize because the Marbles game was boring <laughs> and letting it restart. Uh, it was quite boring. Yeah, I know. So he's like, you know what? I don't want to win like this. Um, and Pawn, we thank you. Uh, extra, extra special shout out here um our patrons man it's it's just it's unbelievable i will say for to any of our patrons who um do want to listen to uh the robin kyle show but have it like part of your feed um part of your kind of like your actual with your podcast app part of your feed you can go on the patreon app go click and then like go click on our uh on our patreon you know thing and you'll see there's actually an RSS feed link, a uh, little like bar you'll find. Um, and then you just copy that and paste it into your podcast app. And there you go. Boom. You, you don't have there to, you, you don't have to ever go on Patreon again after that. If you want. Oh, awesome. Unless you want video, you know, in which case, well, you know, go we watch start doing video. Just start doing video. <laughs> just to annoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a convoluted explanation that probably only one person will be like, oh, maybe I'll go get it. But that's okay. <laughs> um, 
with that, we also I like to announce what has happened to the voting. Uh, so anyone who did listen to the Rob and Kyle show, um, we have decided that episode zero will go down. It will go down at the end of January, but um, starting next year, we're gonna add. All right, and and uh, this is a crazy idea, but we're gonna add me going over um, my like year in the romance corner to the episode. And then it's going to build every year going forward. And then I'll play it at my, you know, wedding or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all of it is going to stay like, you're uh, just going to have a time passage. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be like a 10 hour podcast by the end of it. Um, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. On top of that, uh, I guess we can kind of keep going forward. Um, I think the big thing, the big thing that happened this week is we had, the ASAP Weekly Monthly Throwdown number four, hosted by your boy Combo. Combo, can you uh <laughs> your boy Hunty? <laughs> your boy <laughs> Hunty. I was going. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, can you can you kind of go over uh, how the tournament went, how you thought about it, the format, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was the. I think that was the most fun I think I've had with the tournament so far. Not gonna lie, uh, and especially it was coming off of arguably one of the worst weekends and Mondays of my life. Um, which is nice uh, in terms of work. So it was very nice to have a, an actually like fun tournament uh, to, to play through and, and enjoy. Um, yeah, so we had nine teams sign up uh, of, uh, I, I don't remember, so that would be 20, what are it, three, yeah, 27 players. Yeah, 27 players signed up, um, which was awesome. Uh, the only chaos we had was we had three players back out uh, within 20 minutes of the beginning of the tournament. Um, <laughs> but from previous experience, I was prepared with this and I had three subs ready to go. Um, so I, so I was ready to fill teams, which was great. Um, and one of them was a little shaky, the subs, and one of the teams actually found their own replacement, which was awesome. So I was very thankful, um, for, I think it was J dog who found his own, um, to play with cursor, which was nice. So, um, and I was very thankful for them. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. The casting was a lot of fun. Uh, it's always nice getting a lot of feedback on my casting. I do appreciate it because I don't think I'm that good at casting per se. Um, like I, I, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I promise I'm not just searching for compliments. I, 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 the only good thing I know I do have for casting is I can speak very fast. So that is the one nice thing is I can fill space, but otherwise I'm, I much prefer to be the color commentator rather than the actual caster where I just kind of add analysis and talk from there. Um, and I'm sure you see me see, look a little more confident and at least when I go through that, but anyways, none of it, we're not before, talking about move on. Yeah. I, I was literally talking with, I think two other people. I'm fairly sure that Elias and possibly Hunty were the people I'm not too sure on the, the, who they were but i was talking with uh with them um, when we were out of the tournament and we were just chilling and watching and we said two different times how good your casting was oh thank you <laughs> and just like that. how how amazing you were as a solo caster just being able you. to you know, oh, my throat though at the end holy <laughs> it, it hurts so much going through it and I, so i did go on a little rant about it um just i know we're, we literally haven't even talked about the tournament we're just talking about casting at this point but no, i did go a little rant we'll get to the tournament. Um, don't worry uh, yeah we'll get there um so self-conceited you know um but i i i, I love the duo casting like any any sport should have two casters like that that mm-hmm. is pretty standard mm-hmm. traditional sport does it esports do it the, the works um i never ever ever want to cast via discord and i talked a bit about this during the mm-hmm. tournament because the discord delay just would suck like it is just it, it's very small but it would it adds up right and it's just you you really want to be good at not having any space at all between the color commentator and the caster talking and the whole point of the the color commentator is just to fill the space whenever the caster needs to stop uh and so 
for me, I playing both roles, like luckily, I, like I said, I can speak fast enough and that that's a, a good skill, at least that holds there. But in, in terms of like keeping it interesting, that's definitely where I think I lack a bit sometimes and I'll need to work on, but I, it's always really fun practice and, and it's, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, I'll say, in terms of the tournament oh, yeah go ahead yeah. sorry i want to say Kamo, just just in terms of the cast i think the biggest thing you have is if someone tunes into a stream you know what i mean they mm. know oh okay this is already a, like a step above because this guy's talking the whole time um and i mm-hmm. feel engaged in the play you know what i mean because cool. i've yeah. i've um and this is to no fault of people who like don't talk a lot <laughs> you know what i mean but I, I, <laughs> there are some people who host tournaments and it's kind of like you walk in it's like it's very much they're still kind of in the beginning stages or they're, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, if you're speaking in a different language, like a language you're not used to, like, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, th- I think there is something that we said. This, this is why it gets really interesting because uh, I've been a, like part part of uh, some different esports scenes. And when you have casters that like are speaking the third, third or second language, it takes them a lot longer. You feel before you go, oh, OK, now I really enjoy this caster because they've, yeah. they've gotten a lot more comfortable with the language. But if it's not their first language, obviously, they're not going to be able to express themselves the same way they would uh, in their first language. And so just like the ability of like, oh, I tune in. OK, I'm instantly kind of hooked as what's going on. Um, I would say the one thing, the one thing that, that I would have liked, although I know, I know combo, obviously you're doing like 20 million things at once. So I'm, um, well me, watch, watch me be, you know, on my own podcast, just, uh, uh giving tips to my own tournament that I didn't help with, you know, that, that, that's, that sounds about right. Um, no, but I, I was going to say just having like final semifinals, like somewhere on the screen. So someone who tunes in can go instantly. Oh, okay. This is where we're at. Um, Ooh, good idea. Yeah. I like I, that. I think that's that was the idea. only thing that was missing because i'm like oh my god it's the finals i'm hyped and then i'm like i'm sure if someone tunes in they'd be like oh okay this is the score of the series but they don't know if it's like the finals or the you know yeah yeah quarters or yeah, yeah that's a good note the it's funny because that I, I that's not at all where i thought you were gonna go with that where i was gonna say and this is specifically more at the both of you but i know like often you guys are either playing or busy or things like that but um i would love literally if there's if anyone is gonna help me with anything i just need i would love someone to edit the bracket for me so i don't need to do it um that's one thing because that that. that, you got it and it's very easy to do it just takes a little Mm -hmm. bit of time and so i was a little thinking about it today um when i was i was watching actually another community tournament and they do theirs on smash which smash can auto pull scores um the difference though is i think i kind of like just being on challenge because it just feels different right like it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like we're just breaking like we're sitting into this mold that everyone else does um and with smash you need an account you need to register and it's all this extra stuff whereas we're still luckily small enough that we can literally just like it's not difficult at all to run it through a google form post scores in the tournament chat and done right like which is pretty easy so i don't think we're at a point where we need a smash tournament yet but um and i do like the challenge platform i think it's pretty nice so um, I do like it there, but shall we actually talk about the, the tournament itself now? Yeah, let's get into the tournament. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was awesome. So we had nine teams, uh, basically one of the, I'm about to toot my own horn again, um, but we had everybody, uh, sign up with their own MMR and I basically built the teams on that. Um, I followed my own little formula, literally just within Excel of having, it was like, for instance, like the first team that I made was the highest ranked player, um, matched with the lowest ranked player matched with the most middle player. Um, and then we went, so it was like the second best, second worst, and then the second, um, highest from the middle. So the one above on the chart and then the third, third, and then the one below on the chart and so on. This, that's basically how it went through. So I was very curious as I got towards the end, are the teams that had like, like a champ one champ two and like a diamond two 
going to be better than the teams with like a GC, like a, a plat three and then like a, a diamond three or something. Right. And mm-hmm. um, so the team that ended up winning was actually, it was one of the, one of the, like the GC and like lower ranked teams. Um, so clearly there, there's something to be said there. However, I will say um, the seventh seed team, which was Zub, Tiny Elephant and Michael had one of the best runs and one of the coolest storylines, despite them not even getting to play on stream until the very, very end. They played um, the second seed team and lost uh, and then went on to play. Uh, they went down and played the sixth team, sixth seed team in the loser bracket, won, played the fourth seed team, won, played the second seed team again and won, and then lost to the first seed team uh, in the losers finals. So um, they had a really cool run and they were the opposite. So they were a team of, it was like a, a diamond two, a diamond three and a champ one kind of thing. Like they were very close together um, and none of them had ever played together before. But when they were on stream, they were making passing plays. There were breakouts. Like it was so cool to see. Um, and I think they were mentioning they actually want to play together again and stuff which was that was like a big highlight of the tournament for me was seeing little things like that click um and that's not to say that there wasn't some chaos so like i know some players some of our more competitive players like some of even like the coaching patrons i don't think did super well um and uh, that just literally comes down to do you mesh with a player or not right so um mm-hmm. but it was very cool to see and i was i was really like thankful for how it all ran it ran butter smooth other than the couple subs that were needed at the beginning like we finished literally dead on time um of when i had planned to finish which was really nice we were even ahead at some point so i was able to take a little break which was really good get some water and go to the bathroom uh and but otherwise no it was it was a lot of fun uh funnily enough our first seed team won uh the tournament which was uh according to the seedings i guess uh proper but the coolest part was with all every team's mmr put together our ninth seed so our lowest ranked team their average mmr was 12 25 so like champ one div two uh and our highest ranked team so our first seed which was ty sugal's pawn and flux their average mmr was 12 46 so like champ one uh like div two to div three kind of thing so it was a 21 mm-hmm. mmr difference which is awesome of how close all the teams were so for instance like wabbits was on the sixth seed, sixth seed team um mm-hmm. at 12 38 so he was literally dead in the middle of those two teams so um it's pretty cool to to see it all come together and i was really happy with uh just the turnout in general which was really cool so yeah I think I and we gave her a controller, which is pretty hype. Uh, I had a couple of friends watch. Uh, it was I don't know if it has been yet. I know Go Blue was connecting with Flux, who was our our in my opinion, he was the MVP of the tournament. Like he he was absolutely stellar. Um, but uh so I was happy that he won it. But I, I got a couple of notes of feedback on my casting, particularly that I'm better at casting marbles than literally anything else. <laughs> I, I add more hype to a randomized marble rolling game than an actual competitive Rocket League match, which we got like the perfect storyline, a, a three two bracket reset with a, with an overtime into the, the overtime game. Oh, it's so good. It's it, we, always delivers man (laughs) always delivers such a content (laughs) housing um but the yeah so the the marbles race was hilarious because we we got the the perfect all around so we started with a very dull race that i couldn't cast life me because it was literally just a straight track so whoever got in first which was pawn at the very beginning was going to win the race and that was it so we Mm -hmm. we all agreed and we ended it uh like about three quarters way through um then we did um one called the eye of the storm where they had to like launch through a like tornado um, and all three marbles fell out. <laughs> yeah, despite, despite though, that was like probably one of the most hype we had where it was, we had, um, I think it was Pawn and and Ty Swoogles. No, sorry, Pawn no, and yeah. uh, Flux were, were out front. Um, and then both of them <laughs> fell off at the same spot. Ty Swoogles was so far behind. And then he fell off at the exact same spot he, as well. Like he would have uh, won going yeah. slowly. And you're like, no you way. You got it. No which way. Was so happens, uh, but then he falls off too. 
Yeah. You got it, which was so hilarious. And even with that one, that was also just a really cool storyline because uh, Pawn also had, the, it was the exact same lineup and we had G, uh, Flux in last. And then he caught some random boost midway through that. If you, I don't know if you guys remember that. And like yeah. yeeted past everybody into first place. <laughs> um, so that that was hype. And then we had to redo since they all, all their marbles fell off. And then we again had a phenomenal race with a bunch of switching first place back and forth and then ended with Flux winning. So um, it was very, very cool to, to see that all come together. I, and he I like sounded to say, very excited. That was a mm-hmm. perfect randomized draw. Like, like it was the best oh, yeah. possible way you could have like made a randomized draw for, from the yeah, winners and for the which prize. we will definitely do in the future if we do stuff like that and i don't even know if you guys were around to see it again um just to add on and wow that's surprise hasn't talked about it yet but <laughs> after that race we uh go blue put a thousand rocket league credits on the board for the winner of the next race for all the viewers um and then uh, immediately following that hunty says he's gonna <laughs> double up and put a thousand credits down and add that on so it's a two thousand credit race and then pawn comes out of nowhere and says <laughs> i'm gonna does. add a thousand credits so it's a three thousand credit race for the winner uh and specifically wabbits in last and second last because i rewatched <laughs> the vod just to see for the about 80 yep. percent of the race wins the race and wins three thousand credits <laughs> so, so much uh, i've fully given huge. up on the race I just remember the first thing that I said was, how did I get there? Yeah. <laughs> so um, super, super hype. I, I really had a, I had a blast with it. So um, mm-hmm. I agree. Marbles was a really good, dis- and it literally just came to me where I was like, we were, I think we just finished the first match and I, we were at like 30 something viewers and I was like, oh guys, we have fun playing marbles at the end. And I literally had like a <gasps> moment and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to do the winning team has like a, yeah, yeah. a 1v1v1 <laughs> 1v1 marble race. <laughs> so yeah, big, big hype. I had a blast. Uh, oh. I hope people really had fun. We saw a lot of good feedback in the the chat and in the tournament chat and our discord as well. So I'm happy to hear that everybody uh, had a blast with it because uh, I, I felt bad not running one last month just with the chaos that the month had been. Uh, mm-hmm. So now my hope, and like I haven't even talked to Cast about this, but my hope is to run another one at the end of the month just so we can kind of make up. This guy that. says, I haven't talked yeah. to Cast about this, but <laughs> Wabbits and I have been watching the tournament and have heard you yep. talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Kate. laughs> yeah. was like, there's no way they're actually watching the tournament. <laughs> they don't watch my content <laughs> i'm always uh, there <laughs> uh yeah so i, I had a blast uh, i really do appreciate everyone playing i we're literally the tournament makes it get bigger and bigger every time so now that we did a free agent one i think i want to do like a very funky one for the next one of doing like like rumble hoops or something like that could be a lot oh. of fun so um oh, kind of okay. just go as out there as we can um for a pretty wild tournament to because it just it's, it ma- makes me really happy and this was exactly what goblu wanted when he donated the controller that the whole point of this tournament was so that it wasn't just going to be a team of three gcs that went this controller um so that's where we came up with the free agent idea and so the fact that pawn who is like a, a steady diamond one um and then uh flux who is a gc and then throw in ty swoogles who i think he's like champ one champ two or right? champ two i think right he is oh, yeah i think he's in champ two um so like a, a really good mix of skill levels on that team are the guys who win it and then get that reigning champ uh title which makes me really happy that it's not just like gcs every time or c3s right so um literally like even someone like so i i'm sure he won't mind me saying it but like mike young slug was our like lowest rated player and he still made a run all the way to the uh losers finals so um even regardless of your rank you still got to have a blast playing in that tournament which which made me really happy, which is the whole point of all that. Um, hence why I think a, a more funky tournament also gives that opportunity of a, like, if you do rumble hoops, like you don't have to be incredible at the game to be able to score spikes in a hoop kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. What we, what we definitely shouldn't do, but we have done in, uh, in some in-house is rumble hoops boomer with boomer, the puck. Mm, not, oh, the puck. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that sounds a little chaotic <laughs> to me, especially with the puck, because the whole point of hoops is that you can like bounce off walls and stuff, but the puck is just going to slide up the wall and slide into the net. I'm sure. Does that happen a lot when you played it or cause that's just that's how I what happens, it? but it's also boomer. So it just goes crazy and sometimes goes past the net and it okay. just, 
there's really no, no strategy but it's fun <laughs> i was uh literally earlier and i know we're gonna get into our week in rocket league so this could even be a segue potentially mm-hmm. but um literally today i was playing in-house twos with the old brock crl team this is the first time the four of us were ever back together again which was nice for in a long time cool. um and we were playing in-house twos so we did and that's exactly what we did so we did boomer mode uh boomer mode with rumble and low gravity was the only difference that, that i'd added there Ooh, okay. um and so it was like a lot of fun because we had some gnarly because like we're obviously like we're all gc players so we're, we're mm-hmm. rather confident to hit boomers in boomer mode and like hit some nice shots so we had a couple of like really nice ones but then for instance like we had a zero zero game that had a um i think it was like a four minute overtime that ended with it was me and jer versus cruncho and volts and it was like volts hit the ball to the right which then hit cruncho which hit the ceiling and hit jer midair to go bar down in their net kind of thing like the wildest <laughs> bounce you could have ever imagined in it and that's how we ended our literally like we, we said before the game like this is our last one like let's make it good it was a one nothing like five minute overtime game so um oh I, I love those kind of house stuff like it, it's very nice if you ever need to like not always die in the competitive world it's nice to take those breaks right and <laughs> and, and, and not always that. die in the competitive world sure yeah. sure words have never been spoken <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i think the tournament actually went very very well uh, i know it's been a while since our last tournament but i think every time there's a tournament there's like so much hype as well in our discord server like our discord server gets really active mm-hmm. um I haven't had so, people. This is pretty cool. So I made a community. I don't, I don't know if I actually talked about this, but I made a community on challenge. You can do that um, where it actually will like track winners if you ever had consistent components, nice. but we like components, but we don't. Um, but anyways, I guess um, there's a like view recent tournaments tab. And like I actually had two people message me on challenge saying, how do I join this tournament and how do I get in on this and stuff like that, which Ooh. is very cool. So I was able Ooh. to like in discord for future tournaments and things like that. So um, <laughs> yeah, so that was even cool. So we're actually getting a little like small followage there as well. I think we have like six followers on the community right Ooh. now. So, yeah <laughs> uh that's really cool though um i also want to say the um i felt like the cool thing is because i'm seeing all these names start popping up like like, like you're you're seeing these new names come in like flux was a new name right but then seeing mm-hmm. like pawn and tk um and uh two else like go like uh actually i don't think Gobo was in this but like there's names like recurring names that i'm seeing and i'm going okay like these are the people that are regulars in our server right and then there's people that we've like kind of like recently you know mm-hmm. in the last month or two kind of added on and then i'm seeing their, them come in and i'm seeing completely mm-hmm. people who have no idea that you know the, the tournament even has a podcast right like yeah <laughs> and and it's like a cool mix it's kind of like I, f- I feel like it's building stories because we're getting these consistent people every single week so uh, i'm really excited i i man those tournaments are always perfect so um yeah no that's kind of i hope we keep doing them and i hope uh obviously if uh wabbits wants to uh help you out with the bracket i'm sure he will um i mm-hmm. can definitely do some work there too uh yeah, any, next any last thoughts on on the tournament you guys yeah, I think my next step is I want to make a. I'm probably gonna work with Dave a bit on this and see if he, he's interested. Is I want to make a one a better overlay because I made that overlay myself and it's kind of trash um, for the casting. Okay. Um, and it's not okay. It's, it's not trash. I'm pretty proud of it, but um, it's not <laughs> it's not Dave's level of work. Um, so I'll probably Fair. lean on him a little bit. So there's that, and um, I want to see if I can get a because of my current transition between anything is like the combo transition. I want to make an ASAP weekly transition so Ooh. that basically I'll play it, and so this is where I was thinking I'll play it any time a goal is scored. So in between between the, the celebration Ooh. and the replay right kind of like a like an actual like traditional sport um 
So it's like if we get like an ASAP weekly monthly throwdown like uh, transition that can be played whenever the, a goal is scored. And it's literally just like because I have macros, I can just like attach it to I'm a just macro. I'm FIFA and, now. FIFA right? replay. Right? That's exactly what I'm shooting for, right? <laughs> so imagine like like the ball coming across the screen and in the, the smoke of it, it says like ASAP weekly monthly throwdown. And then boom, you're looking at the <laughs> it replay. It cuts back kind of to thing, the action. Right? Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Like how cool would that be? So that's kind of what that I want to play awesome. around with a little bit as well. So, yeah. And then uh, the only other thing is I want to ask Dave, I'm just thinking all of my stream overlays right now, just to make it a better viewing experience, because I want to make it as high production quality as possible. Um, mm-hmm. I have my like just chatting screen, you know what I mean? When I, it shows yep, the chat yep. and it's just me. Yeah. So I want to have that, but instead of showing the chat, it'll show the the game in the background kind of waiting. So like I can, um, like when the replays mm-hmm. are playing, for instance, in between games, I can switch to that screen and it'll just show the replays from the match in the background while I'm talking. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so again, to make it a little higher production quality. So I want to play around with some <laughs> stuff like that and see if I can um, get it a little more bougie, you know? So. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, mm. With that, Wabbits, do you have any last thoughts? Uh, if not, we're going to move on to the... The only thing I got to say mm-hmm. is a slight apology to my team. Because oh. I feel like a lot of it was actually on me, oh. partially because I was sick. Um, and this is so critical on themselves. Even Hayes would not stop talking in chat about how he ruined I your feel, tournament experience. Okay, and I was like, I man, so I'm like, let's it. calm down. Let's calm down, guys. It's okay. <laughs> listen, listen. There's there, okay. I I need to listen. I'm gonna get into this right now because there's two schools of thoughts. There is, I am able to take the blame upon myself and just move on. <laughs> And then there is no, you're making us all feel bad because you keep blaming yourself, which all you have to do is say, okay, I take some part of this blame, done. You know what I mean? End of True. story. But and I then just beating yourself up about so... it after is not helpful, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And <laughs> it I, makes your I team just feel bad. really bad. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at right here. Uh, here. It's like, I, I feel really bad for Hayes because he played so good overall, um, but he's just at, you know, a much lower rank than me and Eliza were. But he was playing up to us uh, for the majority of the time. And there were a couple of small mistakes that were made and, you know, you, you expect that, but he just felt so bad afterward, but uh, you know, beat himself up and it was just, you know, it, it hurt me because it, it was so sad, but it, I thought he played so well and I was so happy with it. And then I also felt like I was playing bad cause I was missing open nets and, you know, just sick and terrible. And ter- that always everything. amuses me when, <laughs> when I'm playing with someone who's like slightly lower ranked or they look up to me or whatever. And like Look they're like me, beating says. themselves up, and I'm like, <laughs> I've missed at least ninety percent of the shots in this game, <laughs> guys. Like, what? You... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's geez. like almost never on on your fault. <laughs> no, no, it's it's like he's like, oh, I'm doing so poorly. Like, cause you know what? You know what it's too. I think if you if you jump up and like play level, you feel like the game's a lot faster, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, like, yeah, the ball might be moving faster, but like as soon as you get the rotation, you get it. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah. just just hit the hit the balls that are like you're expected to hit, and that's all anyone can really ask of you if you're playing a, <laughs> yep. a level higher. And that, that even goes as far as like I remember when I used to get really mad watching like scrub, and he'd rip on his teammates, and his teammates are like 1600 GCs, and they wouldn't be hitting the the double flip reset that he's expecting or stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like you are literally one of the best players in the world. Uh, like it is, you you need to understand that there are not everybody is at your level right so like you mm-hmm. should expect the expected you should not expect your level right like that is yes. what it should be um just yeah. and i like for like that even goes the opposite way of like i remember whenever i played like often when i played twos with some of the guys that i coach um the the feedback always whenever i give them feedback of like oh they weren't in position they're I, like the word would be excuse but it's totally not an excuse because it's very realistic um is often that uh, that they don't expect that i am able to hit these balls because they don't play at that rank right like they're not expecting these touches and that's completely fair that is a, a t- completely fair reason 
to not be in a certain position, right? And I, I mm-hmm. me as a higher level player, should never blame someone for that. If they if they don't see someone getting to be able to hit two, three, four touches from the ceiling to be able to center the ball <laughs> at their rank, then why would I ever expect them to be in position for that, right? As they're going yeah, yeah, through. Yeah. So, no, hundred percent. Um, yeah. And with that, uh, so sorry. Yeah. Any, <laughs> no. Any, any more about uh, your team, <laughs> Wabbits? Nah, we good. I, I was really happy with the performance overall. We it was a lot of fun. Uh, tournaments always just you know so much fun to play and so much fun I like, to watch. I like to say, uh, which which team were you? Uh, we were seed, seed six. I okay. Think. I like to say that yeah. I I am trying to poach uh, one of your players, uh, the Ooh. seed six I, players. Elias. I saw and I am angry. Uh, yeah, you're splitting up, not the melons, but uh, the scarab mm-hmm. game. So, Ooh. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't know you guys got o two. I just checked that. Uh, uh, no, we won one of the games. What? No, it's about like O2, like like you lost your winners and then lost your losers, like you didn't win a match kind of thing? No, um, we, won, we won one of the games. Uh, it was really surprising with the bracket. I was uh, genuinely but, surprised by it. So you, um, you lost the first series 2-1, correct? To, yep. To C3. Yeah, and then you lost one nothing to C7 and the losers, right? No, uh, this is what I was... Oh, uh, I'm confused. I, I talked about it in, in the voice chat for a bit. Um, it was really weird that Seed 6 went down to face Seed 8 in the first round, in first round of losers. Not seed but, seven went to seed eight, but they they what I'm sorry because they played seed seven in my bracket. Uh, wait, did they? Because I'm literally looking at you right now. Look what I'm looking at. <laughs> uh, We're sorting out stuff right now here. I'll look at you. Go look, look in look in general. Uh, oh my goodness. Go click it. So yeah, so you so you were seed six and you lost two mm-hmm. one to seed three and then lost one nothing to seed seven because they made their super long run. Uh, no. So the way that I'm seeing it is that seed six lost to seed three. Seed six went to losers round one, beat seed eight, seed six uh, went to losers round oh, two, and I'm, lost to seed I'm, seven. Do you know, hold on, you're gonna judge you're gonna judge me so much. Um you can drag the the, the bracket back and forth. <laughs> I had a drag to the right, so I, I was looking oh, around two goodness. was round one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yep, yep, you got it. You, you are yep. you are correct, sir. Um <laughs> I agree. That is that is a little weird. I think the <laughs> the reason they did it is just because of however you guys ended up being match four. So the match four played the match one loser. You know what I mean? Yep. Is how they yep, ended up doing it, which is a weird um thing. But yeah, it's literally because they do one nine, then four five, then two seven, then three six, right? Is the order they yep. do it. So yeah, you guys just kind of got I guess unlucky, but also yep. lucky in the sense that if, let's say, you won that match, you then technically would have played the most games of the entire tournament if you were to play through. Yes, so I was so cool. ready for that losers run. Yeah, the big run. It was, it was yeah, hard. that man, that that seed seven though, they were they were nutty when they came together. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, super super nutty. Um, I'd like to also say team seven. Uh, there was another reason I was cheering for them. Um, I'd like I nicknamed all the uh, characters uh, Naruto Sasuke. Uh, and that pink hair girl, no one likes. Um, so, <laughs> nice. no, 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 no weeaboo references. Okay, yes, I got the reference. The the big reason well, I was no, no, them all was I, I want to ahead. say no, no, no comma. The reason I want to say this is because they had a uh, wait. No, no, that one, never mind. It doesn't work. Don't worry about it. You keep going. <laughs> all right uh the okay. reason i was sharing from them was because they were the only they were the only team that i didn't know any of the players on um mm-hmm. whereas like so c9 i know king knight well like c8 like i know hunty well um c7 i didn't know anyone six uh, i don't know who Wabbits is but i do know allies Fair. and Hayes. Yep. um yep. seed five i know Arok. like c4 i know cursor and c3 i know dave and shorzy mm-hmm. and now you seeking missile as well p and then c2 i know pj and mike and then seed one i know all three. Oh, i didn't really know flux but ties people's and pawns so um mm-hmm. they were the only team i knew nothing about and they were my kind of wild card team as i was making them and they they, they completely overplayed for what their mmr was mm-hmm. um compared to everyone else which i was super impressed with so yeah no perfect no the, the term was phenomenal um i i wonder if combo if you're right if um we get 
Dave to take some of that uh, footage from maybe the finals or maybe the brown mm-hmm. marbles race. I, I was going to say to you, man, I was like, I think you could make yeah. a really cool, like kind of cut YouTube video of either one Ooh. best of or Stylist. like, like best goals or things like that. Or you could do a, um, like I know a lot of tournament recaps tend to do like every single goal cut into a highlight kind of thing. I've sent like you could watch technically watch the whole tournament in like 40 minutes or 30 minutes um, was what people also do. So like he has a couple options there of things, but yeah, yeah, I think we'll, the marble, we'll, the marble should definitely we'll, be a video. The marbles was super hype. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. The, how much time Dave has. on his hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that'll be that. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. move on to our week in rock league. Um, do either of you have any interesting stories? Because I know I'm going to probably ramble a bit here. So I just, I just wow. want to make sure you two can get something in here before I start talking forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've had one of the most like craziest, busiest work weeks of my life because we're having like record low temperatures in Calgary. Um, so our, our buildings yeah. are unfortunately freezing over and we had a seven floor flood last night. So I haven't oh, slept geez. in days. Oh. Um, so I, I barely even played games in general. I had to reschedule almost all of my um my coaching sessions and it wasn't even for the floods it was for a like a giant mental health situation that took me eight hours until the tournament i literally finished the the situation like 40 minutes before the tournament started so i have like not stopped since like friday basically so yeah not a whole lot of rocket league unfortunately but today i was playing a bit like i was saying i was playing those in-house so that was kind of my week already so um i'm all covered but uh yeah i'm gonna be sleeping after this so (laughs) 100 100 percent um smart mine has basically just been uh you know, the past three days being sick, finally getting off of it. So I might play a little bit tonight, but I'm, honestly, I'm not sure. I might sleep as well. Um, and other than that, nothing really, really too much. Just I was playing the Dominus in the tournament. Tournament, I was having fun with it. It was mm. pretty good. First time I've, I've played Dominus since it, I got it, I think. So I you was weren't like, playing Scarab? Wow. wow. I wasn't playing Scarab. Unbelievable. And, you know, I was, I was feeling off. So I was like, you know what? I need to play an off car. It's... It's not super meta. It's not super me, but you know, I, I, I wasn't feeling like me. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> All right. Well, my week in Rock League, uh, first things first, uh, the RSC, I got drafted in prospect. Um, mm-hmm. So that means I have a team I'm going to play with for the next couple of months. Um, the Serpents. Ooh, uh, I have Ooh. no idea what that means, but it's a you team. A snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a snakey snake. Um, <laughs> Um, but in bigger news, uh, I think, I think when I've, uh, I just hit, uh, diamond two and I like to say I'm very proud, uh, Mm -hmm. of hitting diamond two in threes. Uh, I'm very proud of you as well. I never thought (laughs) I'd be here again. Uh, but here I am. So, (laughs) Mm um, uh, two things, uh, one, and I think Kamal can probably attest to it, uh, especially this week. Um, but if you have a really busy work week, it might not be the best time to be playing ranked. Um, <laughs> yep. yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I think, well, our Patreons will know this, but I'm going to announce it here. I'm, I'm currently, uh, ending up my job, um, at the school I'm at. So I need to kind of transition and it's a lot of like last, like last things, uh, getting together so that the new teacher taking over can kind of get, 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 you know, I want to make it easy for them <laughs> essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of work with that and just my mind's definitely not on rock league and it's so weird because like i feel like a week ago i had like a renewed energy you know i was like practicing a whole bunch and i was doing really well i was back in champ whatever and now now here i am diamond two um and it's like my mind is just like all mush and it's like i i can't really get back into the groove i was last week but you know i guess i guess that's the journey you know what i mean um so it's it's uh it's what it is uh you know i should probably also 
consider uh, training more again. It's it's like it's all about that training. I think that's really what it is. I, I think oh, as yeah. well, honestly, playing ranked when I have headphones in is not the best idea. Like I think I should Fair. like if I'm going to listen to podcasts and stuff while playing, I think it's better if I do it while training because then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But when I'm actually playing, I should like headphones in, focus completely on the task at hand, not trying to you know figure out what complex you know thing podcasters are talking about if they're talking about yep. complex thing. <laughs> um, Although, I, I suppose the best sessions are the ones where I tune out the podcaster, but I've listened an hour of the other show. <laughs> mm. um, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. But uh, regardless, um, yeah, no, I feel like one big thing I've noticed is, like, there's some days, like, I'll go on, and it's like everything is just clicking. If if I do the, um, the, the dribbling challenge... And, like, immediately I'm in a fast dribble and, like, perfectly controlling the ball. I'm like, this is going to be a good day. Like, I feel mm-hmm. it, like, right away. But when it's, like, you're on the first thing and you're, like, you're barely getting to it, you're like, well, <laughs> got to warm up for 45 mm. minutes today because everything mm. feels off. <laughs> um, so yeah. um, I wonder if yeah. that's kind of a mental thing of, like, a Pavlog's uh, bell where it's, like, if you get the first one, then you're just like, oh, I'm no, amazing. no, I can go and, or if it's I, actually like you're just off. <laughs> no, no, because it's it's a consistent thing. It's where like all of a sudden, like you're perfectly cradling the ball as you're moving through all the mm-hmm. levels. Right. Yep. And then like when I get that, it's like, oh, I, I, I just passed the first 10 levels within like three minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not something that, like and if that happens, it's like, OK, like at least dribbling wise, I'm feeling it. You know, same yep. thing with shooting, yep. I guess. Like if, if I do a shooting, any kind of dri- uh, shooting drill. And it's like, oh, boom, like bangers every time. You know what I mean? Then you're in. Then then I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I can shoot. <laughs> so um, my, my point is like, I, I know when I'm off and it's like, mm-hmm. nor do I just don't give myself enough time to it to really kind of like try to shake the cobwebs out off. Yeah. Um, okay. The idea is right. Ultimately, like when you get better um, and this is going to be a little bit of our beginner's corner today, I guess, is like ultimately when you get better, you're like worst has to be above the level or like rank level you're at, you know? Yes. Um, so, so it's like, even though those off days, if you can play at the level you're at, you should still like be decent, you know? And I'm sure a lot of the pro players, especially feel like, cause for them, it's like literally what they had for breakfast the day before could affect, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like random factors could affect how, how they play that day. And because it's so close, um, the the people that shine are probably the people like you know the the K dups and the turbo pulses is like when they have a bad day you don't really see that it's a bad day you know what I mean mm-hmm. um so it's it's kind of like and it's so funny because like when you look at them play it's like you don't notice their mistakes as much I feel it's almost like hmm. it's it's such a like I don't know now, now I'm now I'm thinking now I'm trying to think about their play but like I never notice their mistakes but I'll notice other players and maybe it's just because we assume. It's, maybe it's because also they're less flashy in some sense, but you know, so True. be it. Huh. Um, I wonder because I've noticed, at least in the uh, the last RLCS, that there were actually a bunch of mistakes that <laughs> Turbo made that ended up working for them. Um, yeah, okay, <laughs> but I was I, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting of like whether it's um, noticing the mistakes because you're focused on what they're doing that's right, or if like you're just not looking for. Uh, or there's the possibility of the not understanding like exactly where it is that's going wrong because there's so little that if it's wrong, then it's just a loss. 
Like you mm-hmm. can think of the last goal in the tournament, Scrub was, uh, I don't know, a couple, like a millisecond off of saving that that goal. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if he turns so light, uh, slightly earlier, or he recognized that Justin was already up, or he did some tiny thing uh, just slightly differently, then he was in a position to save and continue, and they don't mm-hmm. lose. But because he's where he is, then they lose. Mm. And that's the level of play where they're at at well, pro level I, and it's mm-hmm. right yeah <laughs> i was gonna say to that point as well like and silent echo said this on the podcast we were at like where mm-hmm. a lot of or a lot of the teams do the third best play you know what i mean because like mm-hmm. the prediction of like perfection that you assume yep. the other pro players are gonna do perfect so you do something stupid technically mm-hmm. stupid but it's the right play because they're expecting good or yep. they're expecting the perfect play it's just mm-hmm. that that kind of level of play i feel like is not You almost have to like all be masters for that level of play to make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's something that's so hard to analyze as somebody who's not at that level. <laughs> yeah. It's like they did this terrible play, but it worked out because <laughs> yeah, the opponents anyway. were expecting two different things that would have been yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like circa splice. What I used to complain about right all the time. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would get, I get super tilted that they would, Oh, like one of them would completely openly miss the ball and yeah. <laughs> the you'd see like all of like g2 or something go flying to the side where the ball is obviously going to be hit and then it just doesn't and then they score off of it and win like a, a cheap <laughs> game kind of thing and everyone's like well well this is awful hey, listen you win um, you win uh, 10 of those cheap games you know you can win a championship and you got and so and that that is and so it's funny i'm so i'm getting a little more involved uh in the esports program at my at the school i work at i think i was talking about that last time but yeah um the so uh, i'm the advisor um with like just the esports background like because it's a lot of admin who literally don't even have like a gaming background so i'm kind of helping them with a mm-hmm. lot of things um and there's one other advisor and so she has a competitive overwatch background uh and so mm-hmm. we were talking a lot about like game meta and like watching games versus playing games and things like that um mm-hmm. and she went on this very very long rant about how the overwatch meta apparently like drastically changed and so now i think it was like to remember mm-hmm. what she said it was like three tanks and three something was like it became a meta. i don't really know i don't i don't watch overwatch yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. but no, um mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we were just talking about that, but she said it's it's not fun to watch. Like, like it used to be much more fun to watch because like everyone is using different heroes and there was different like strategies and there was a lot of different things I'm going a, on. But come on, if, if I may just interject here, mm-hmm. it's they took skill out of the game. Um, like the the, the they took FPS out of the game in some sense. So, exactly, and so that's what I had heard. Then that's exactly mm-hmm. what she's talking about. And so yeah. like it, it stops being like where like someone watches CS:GO and they're like, wow, like that's a great shot kind of thing. Like that stops happening, so it's less exciting to watch. Um, and it's that's it's funny. It's an insight I brought up. I was like, we're not. I don't think we're at that point in Rocket League. But I was going to say mm-hmm. is that like the the meta change is still questionable right now because I don't like watching this new meta. Right, like it's not mm-hmm. as enjoyable to me because I love the G two style like dig, like uh, old dignity style old rv style of like heavy breakouts um great passing plays just like the absolute display of dominating skill versus now it's it's it, we're not quite at the cheese level like when people say something is cheesy or like, like cheesing the game like i don't think demos are cheesing uh, mm-hmm. but it, it does take away that level that extra level of strategy that i love so much right and so that is the really interesting part right now is that and this kind of goes back to this whole like expecting things versus not and, and so on is a um and probably why this meta was so harsh when it came in was that we get this 
pros expecting if okay like hey we have this rlrs team and they've made it up to rlcs obviously they've started to work on their passing and they've been able to like get all these things together if you're if you're cloud nine or g2 for instance in this season and then they come out and like they don't even pass the ball and they don't even Mm -hmm. like and they they just go Mm -hmm. for these crazy solo plays and you're getting demoed all the time and you're being bumped the second you spawn and you never have boost and like all these big differences and it's like such a jarring difference that it's like you can't you no longer can expect anything right because you don't know what's coming at you anymore um, and mm-hmm. so luckily that that new stage has stopped right where we're like nine ten weeks now into this new meta um and we are we've seen the effectiveness of us and luckily teams are adapting and working through it um but that i think hands down was was what started this season right is that it's not that like cloud nine had an awful season g2 i don't even, i wouldn't even say they had an awful season they just kind of got burned in a lot of games with new meta that they probably shouldn't have um mm-hmm. but cloud nine just looked horrid um but it's you when i take a team like g2 for instance and it's like I truthfully think they just came in after the hottest season G2 has ever had, um, not counting IBP in season one, and are like, okay, like let's keep doing what we're doing because like don't don't fix what ain't broke, right? And, and yeah. keep working. Mm-hmm. And they got destroyed by that change, right? Of like playing mm-hmm. to what they expected versus the new unexpected, right? Which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So they took what I complained about with Splice, whereas I just viewed that as a lack of skill, which was unexpected. Um, to now this very intentional um different yeah, so, skill which is very to interesting your, right? to your point about splice there's only so many times like and i see this a lot especially if i'm having an off day where i'm missing a lot of shots there's only so many times you can miss a shot where people start realizing what's going on you got you know? it right and so i <laughs> and i i, I like that, that is my hands down one of my best I, th- I think skills as a coach slash just more vocal player is especially when i'm if i'm playing up so today for instance before we were doing the in-house twos um since we're technically are still talking a bit about uh, our week in rocket league uh volsi and i play we're playing for a bit because that was kind of our our pretty standard og uh rocket league team and mm-hmm. so we were playing a bit of threes and so volsi is like 1660 right now i'm like 1550 and jer was like hovering around 1500 and we were only queuing with like 1750 plus um for some reason because the queue system Dang. is just awful right now it's just trash mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like we we historically <laughs> have played up very well and it's funny the second game we played we, we, play, we played against t bates who was like a bubble pro who played for lsu um and was like one of the better serial players and we lost one nothing when they scored like 15 seconds left and it was it was a really Dang. like really Really good game like and and they were it was like 1680 um 1780 and like 1800 was the team so um we are quite good at playing up and that does i'm not trying to again to my own horn but that comes from the coaching and the practice and building systems but exactly that is we saw their 1680 um twice i think in the first minute and a half he missed a corner read from one of our booms um from our own end and so instantly that's the thing i'm yelling at them as we're playing through i was like hey next time you see like this guy on the wall boom to the corner and play the miss play the miss play the miss and so the next time we go for it he ended up hitting it but then we try it one two or <laughs> three more times and we eventually catch him on another miss and we've already played into that purely because we knew that it, there was a chance it's still gonna happen yeah, yeah. right which is cool and mm-hmm. so i completely agree is that the and that's why splice had an 0 and 7 season right is that teams were able to adjust to it quick enough in a, in a best of five setting um and were able to work through that right and and mm-hmm. uh, could eventually shut that down yes are they going to drop a game or two 100 that's going to happen but they're not going to let that dominate the series and no teams did at least in that season right and, and again and we to, see it we see it uh, once again with charlotte phoenix and the playing up to cloud nine and g2 and not like not performing mm-hmm. right so yeah, yeah. no no 100 percent. yeah charlotte phoenix the uh um <laughs> like the, the the splice the the echoes of splice i guess in that team <laughs> um i was gonna say as well I kind of want to go back now and like look after you said that like look at complexity's own seven season mm-hmm. um and see like what did pe- what did teams figure out to make this happen because like 
they did lose True. a lot of series three to two, but mm-hmm. it was also like, like I wonder if there's just something that they did so consistently that people were like, oh okay, well, <laughs> just know? like break down that one that one thing like that one flaw that one like reactor Death Star weakness kind of thing, right? That we see. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I actually wonder. Well, I mean, okay, not that I ever want to give Nick Tackler any uh, credence or uh, <laughs> analytical ability, but um. <laughs> Uh, he was saying it's flakes, right? Flakes was on complexity. Yep. Um, he was saying that flakes just slows down the game like every time. Yep. Like whenever he can, mm-hmm. and to the point of like the guy, if the guy misses, let, let's just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take Nick's word here. All right, just for a second. All right, we're gonna work with this thought experiment. Um, so if that's the case, in the same vein of someone who misses all the time, if you always know the person's gonna slow down the play and try to do something with it, like significantly, like they're never gonna hit it right away. Mm-hmm. Then you can also start playing around that, right? Oh, hundred percent. Like, and like every when he came into the RLCS, every player knows his background, right? Like he's popular mm-hmm. enough. Like he's not he's not like a mist or someone, right? Who didn't have a presence before coming to the RLCS? Like everybody knew who Flakes was when he was coming in, right? Like mm-hmm. people, he he's well known across the pros. He's friends with a lot of the pros. People play with him all the time, and so people know his play style through and through. And ex- exactly that, it's like I, I wouldn't have always described it as like slowing down the play um but he is always incredibly intentional with what he's doing like it is it is by far his biggest skill but the issue mm-hmm. with that is that he never just clears the ball um ever right and so then that mm-hmm. will often either do one of two things it'll allow his team to get trapped in if he doesn't win the challenge when he slows it down which i saw all the time from him um mm-hmm. or they won't play the boom and then you can just double up like defense on him right like whenever you see someone booming it's often because they're being challenged and then if they're quote like giving away the ball if they're just booming it downfield they're being challenged and there's one defender waiting in the backfield to catch it and go from there right but if you know he's not going to boom it you don't need that defender back there and they can start cheating up a little more right and and that's like Mm. and i and like i'm not a crazy rlcs analyst like that is if that's a pretty easy thought to come up with and i guarantee i mean if nick tackler came up with it it must be an easy (laughs) thought to come Um, up with and but uh, exactly that and like, he, he does bring up a great point is that it's it's this very very intentional play and it's something that can be broken down easily um and it's funny because uh i don't know if you guys saw lethemir's most recent video of him um super super funny and especially it's funny for me because i've never actually watched flakes on stream and um unfortunately and I, I know you do like him a lot like he's not my i could tell right away from that video he's not my kind of streamer like i don't think i would enjoy mm-hmm. it um but don't worry the, uh wabbits has the uh twitch watching iq of a 13 year old so <laughs> facts you're totally um, you're totally okay wait, why, why are you stopping at twitch watching i have the iq of a 13 year old <laughs> no, no 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 listen listen hey it's, there are some smart 13 year olds out there it's because <laughs> your physics thing is so big brain that you're like i need this your reality tv i need Flakes to die for reality a bit. Yeah, TV yeah, yeah. for the rock um, i literally Keep just described that that concept to my girlfriend of like she doesn't quite understand why twitch is twitch or like why it exists in the way it does or people say like ooh or pog or like stuff like that um it, yep. does, it makes absolutely no sense to her at all and that was my exact description was that people like and the, for me recently like my my work career has been like an absolute living hell recently so when i get to sit down on my computer and watch the stupidest humor i can and like see people just be fools uh and and do whatever they want to do like i need that in my life i need that break right to, to like <laughs> take a little second for reality but anyways to bring it back um the uh in that video, it was funny because the main thing Flux would uh, Flux. Wow, um, the main thing Flakes would uh, Yo, Flux, criticize man. him. So, yeah, Flux just, I'm a Flux fan now. You know, um, 
that was also there's a funny story with flex that i can tell later if we have time but um mm-hmm. the flakes the main thing he would actually yell at himself for he's like why are you hitting that ball take your time with it so like <laughs> he, he literally vocalizes his own best skill and worst enemy right his actual hubris yep. so um it's pretty funny like watching that and that was something like not knowing much about him as a player i was also able to identify instantly just from watching that video right which is meant to just be a comedic video so yeah man if flakes was like really buffing into kickboxing i think i think i'd eat him alive if he had that kind of mentality <laughs> i'm gonna do the same thing because i'm the best at this one thing and i'm just yeah. gonna do it over and over again and not throw any change-ups and he is nutty like <laughs> he's like, like he, a pitcher that throws a fastball and nothing else and you got like, the best that's, the fastball that's in the world. exactly what it is is that will like his his fastball will burn several batters but the best batters in the league won't even be phased by it kind of thing because they they know mm-hmm. it's coming they know where to put the bat and so on right and that's exactly what happened in terms of him and i i really do want to end if somehow in some way he ends up listening to this podcast or like a, a big complexity fan listens to this podcast by no means is complexity's garbage season the his fault like that like that is the one of the furthest things from the truth um mm-hmm. this is just one small factor we can identify we're just we're just right? analyzing how like how someone could like an opposing team could break down flakes you got it and yeah i really want to have that caveat too, of like it's yeah. the so for instance like just to throw a little nhl in here right now so last night um the 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 all web the of yeah they really um the web of the of hockey blew up because brad marchand one of the most hated players in the nhl um had to take a penalty shot uh, in a shootout for the boston bruins and if he had to score to win the game if he didn't he lost um, okay. sorry to score to tie if he didn't he lost um <laughs> and he so he skates up and so i'm like just for if people don't watch any hockey at all the puck is sitting at center ice and it's just him skating and you basically can't stop moving forward with the puck you have to skate all the way towards the goalie and take whatever shot or deke or do whatever you want to do he skates up to the puck and and literally misses the puck like he did not pick up the puck and skates by it um and that ended his shot and lost the game instantly just like that and, <laughs> oh, and so that's no. how he, a, a pro player on his art and a phenomenal player like i i hate with my all all my being i hate brad marchand but he's a phenomenal <laughs> player that's how he lost the game and so the inner blows up of how he lost the bruins the game and blah 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 and stuff like that and so th- this is kind of how we're talking about flakes right now but what people are failing to realize is the bruins were winning 4-1 um going into the third period before <laughs> that and blew a three gold lead um so to identify the loss to just brad marchand being an idiot um is <laughs> is completely wrong and false like the bruins blew because a three there's goal. three other goals you got it they're like he was not only, he, was, I think he was a plus two in that game like which means like he was on the ice for two goals more than against right um like so he was clearly not the problem for allowing those goals so um to uh, just blame him or to just blame flakes is completely false and that's obviously not what we're doing here so that's my little analogy and also just a way to throw in a little salt at brad marchand if everybody <laughs> if, if anything though that, that kind of applies to rock league as well is like you see that teammate that makes that one big miss you're like oh my goodness like it's all the teammates fault it's oh like my God. what about the empty net you're supposed to score what about that easy pass you had what about you know what i mean like yes I... they don't immediately reflect on the goal itself but mm-hmm. like all your mistakes are stuff that your teammates have to react to and therefore making their play worse and like you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. you yes there's sometimes you're like okay that was an easy hit and like it should have been hit but like and it, like like this guy missing the puck right but if there's so many things before you could have done like you can't just blame the loss on that teammate and be like oh my teammates suck and just you know <laughs> this that actually one... goes yeah go to you go oh, sorry this goes directly to uh actually a johnny boy video that i watched earlier um it's related simply because it was a video of the uh him ranking all the players in the RLC, or the last season of rlcs mm, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i watched some of it yeah mm-hmm. oh, and, so live at least yeah and uh a lot of the chat was saying that um, 
who was the one who made the own goal in that uh the australian oh, player yes yeah was it, C- it no was it cj cj no um i don't think it was i forget yeah, 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 the player we know yeah cj yeah. cj <laughs> yeah uh so the chat was hating on him saying that he was like the, the lowest level of play and just absolutely you know destroying him being like he's he's nothing he's not worth it um and then johnny boy put him in like the mid-tier being like he's he actually played amazing he was playing really well for uh for his team and even though he did really badly he was playing really well and johnny boy rose to chat for a little bit being like you guys only look at the, the one nutty goal that uh, like the double flip reset double touch that was that was a hit or the the own goal that ended the game it's not just that it's the entire play and you have to if you're analyzing and ranking people for an entire season, do not focus on one thing that happened because there's so much more than just the one thing that you cannot focus on. I mean, Flash would be a C3 player if we just took all his best clubs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm not like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I score some of the nuttiest goals at the same time. I also miss like a very easy save, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. which is funny because, because I, I would actually say I'm the opposite. If you take a lot of my best clips, people are like, oh yeah, he's probably like a, like a C2, C3, um, like in that area, because I just, I focus so much more on consistency than like nuttiness, right. Which is also, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Right. So like, I think if I was ever rated, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be known for that awful own goal, but I also wouldn't be known for that incredible flashy goal. I just shoot for mm-hmm. consistency. Right. And that's it. Um, yep. but it all comes just down how to, and how you play. Right. Whereas like Justin, um, if let's say he, he is just also nutty all around, but let's say he was trash at defense i guarantee he'd probably still be regarded as one of the best players in north america purely just on his mm-hmm. offensive mechanical ability right and they would disregard yep. the rest of that mm-hmm. to that point i was actually listening to some of the casters when i wasn't at dreamhack montreal and the um they were saying that like oh justin's like feeling off today or he feels like he hasn't been playing the best two weeks and like all they're seeing is like that one like crazy or two crazy plays he does but like it's like the little things that him as a the player as the pro player is like oh no like this was a mistake like this is why we lost this you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so that that's such a such a crazy thing to think about no i like i i honestly think i play too fast to the rank i'm at like <laughs> I, I think that's just a fact like and it it's kind of fair no like and and so like every time like if i do start ranking down it's like oh no like slow down more slow down more slow down more i'm never like I'm never actually too slow to the ball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is not my problem. My problem is usually I'm past the ball. You know, I'm going <laughs> too fast. And it, it's all this idea of like, like when I'm, well, let's just say I'm practicing in training mode. Sorry, I'm mm-hmm. just kind of bringing this back to like a beginner's work. I think, I, yep. you know what? The topics are thrown out the window today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say though, like this idea of like, when, when I'm practicing and I'm doing shots, I'm trying to get there as fast as I can up and like get that perfect angle, perfect shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm playing at a lower rank or, or sorry, when the speed of the game as a whole is a lot slower, like I have those extra three seconds where I can just kind of like lay off the gas pedal and like kind of glide slowly and then actually adjust and do the, the right save as opposed to like rushing it and then, you know, giving, giving someone from the opposing team a really nice pass. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that's kind of to that point of, uh, of like, yeah, you can think about like not and going fast and like doing crazy plays, but I, I think that consistency is, it's so boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yep, okay. I it. here, here's my analogy. Here's my analogy. Okay. You, mm-hmm. People. And this, this is the last I combo. I swear to you, I swear to you, this will be the last time I mentioned anime. This, this, okay. <laughs> um, but in anime, there's like your typical hero that just keeps getting better. Like it's Mary Sue, right? We know, we know the term Mary mm-hmm. Sue mm-hmm. of someone who just keeps getting better and better. And then whenever they face a wall, then they do like a crazy amount of training and then they keep getting better and better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people are like, oh, this is boring, you know? 
like oh oh like this is so like why would we want to watch this guy just getting stronger stronger um um but if you think about it from a rocker thing everybody's trying to find like oh here's the perfect tip here's the perfect you know like here's the here's a little secret I need to know, or here's, you know what I mean? And they're always trying to find that, like kind of get good, quick scheme, get rich, mm. you know, you know mm-hmm. like, like that kind of thing. But it's like, no, like literally if you want to become the Mary Sue of rocket league, like every time you hit a wall, you, you spend like a stupid amount, you go into a time, like a time stop or whatever, time you know, time castle. And then you, you have to retrain and get better. Like you, it's, it's like the most boring thing, but it's also the way you get better at things. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I, I find that analogy so amusing because people people hate that prototype um, within movies, right? The person that just keeps getting stronger. I I think what's worse is someone that never gets phased. I think I think the if you're gonna do a stereotype with someone always overcomes something by training more, they always have to hit a wall. And I think people can relate to mm-hmm. the wall as opposed to um, the the like oh this guy's just so strong he's never gonna get beat. You know what I mean? Um, it depends on how it's done though well re- like- regardless of the artistry of the, the tvs aspect of it mm-hmm. bring it back to rockley here yep. <laughs> um the point is is like you're gonna hit a wall and you're gonna have to train a whole bunch just to surpass the wall and it's gonna happen over and over again mm-hmm. and while i i don't think necessarily learning crazy things or trying trying out new things is a bad thing um like you learn your flip resets if you want if that's like if, if that's enjoyment then do it right um, but at some point it's going to be like, no, I just have to le- level up all my general skills to a point where I can go up that next step in the ladder, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not just, it's not just, oh, I'm going to learn this one thing. It's going to completely change everything I think about. And I, honestly, I think- the more and more I've been watching Subpar's Twitch channel, the more and more I'm pissed, <laughs> I need to, I need to actually just stop doing anything interesting at all when I play Rock League. <laughs> like I, j- I literally just got to like like i don't know like put on put on like uh uh I, like some shades like uh you know sip sip sip, sip some cocktails just kind of like float around the map and be like okay i guess i'll pass now i guess i'll mm-hmm. shoot now like it just almost feels that way <laughs> that's um, how i play <laughs> but in order to have that is you have to have built up the consistency of doing of doing those passings in the place with perfect precision for so long that like now it feels very nonchalant um, okay, but the I'm reason not saying is that i you, hate these passes i'm saying that i you, go for them <laughs> oh, okay okay uh, point being i i feel you've you've developed a like a comf- comfortability with all the this type of simple play that mm-hmm. it just seems effortless right yeah yeah it it seems more easy and it's because the player in charge is like no i've done this a million times and i trust myself to know i can do the simple things very very well and mm-hmm. that's you know i think that's that my right <laughs> um i the the way that I would sum this up is like one chill. Basically that's it. Um, stop chill trying to out. play fancy. Just, just chill out. <laughs> and two, you need to, you here being um, the Royal you, including me, uh, you need to learn to love training. Oh that, that, yeah. That's, that's the big one. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> I need to learn that. <laughs> All these millennials and zoomers, you know, don't know what hard work is. They don't know yep. how to put in the time. <laughs> wow yeah that's me <laughs> um i it's true but it's not true point point being no no, no. point being if you if you want to get better you know put in the work but yeah, oh, yeah. sorry you, mm-hmm. um let's okay we had two more topics let's run through them <laughs> <laughs> um 
Wabbits, uh, I believe Lawler is no yep. longer in the RLCS. Your immediate reaction to this? I'm shocked, sad. I've I love Lawler. I'm like, why is he gone? Um, it from Twitter, it definitely wasn't his choice. Over but zero. Yeah, you can so, talk about that. <laughs> did you want to talk about that combo? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there, there's absolutely no proof for other rumors or anything. Um, my, my guess, though, and like even like Tyson Wills and I were talking about this in the general chat, is that they so they tried out over zero on the desk. Um, I wasn't crazy about him uh, on the desk, uh, and so I will also say he gets in like uh, Tyson Wills had actually referenced this in his messages, but he gets a lot of hate from the Rocket League community because he stepped out of his team um, during our LRS quals in the lower bracket. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do also know just, this is more just from the background of like I the, the magazine I used to write for the owner of it interviewed him on some stuff um, and he had a very very long talk on his mental health and things like that and so he felt that he just needed to stop because it was like really putting him into a dark place so um, I'm less inclined to be on him on like all over him for that but it is important to keep that optic in mind because he is now technically would be representing the over the overseer community. Wow. The rocket league community. Um, can you tell I'm tired? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so that's the one thing to keep in mind, but I, so yeah, to me, my guess is that they're leaning towards trying to just get more pro players on the desk in general. Um, mm-hmm. because they really? want, they want that higher level okay. because they tried it with turtle and turtle did phenomenal and continues to do phenomenal. And like is arguably one of the more favorited, um, panelists and, con- and casters right now Listen. like he's doing great um, i love having him on because i loved him when he was playing in uh, the rlcs so my guess would be that they're leaning that way now as well with over zero, over zero so we'll have to see um if that is what they're doing if they're just making room for over zero and they decided to clean house with lawler um but even like one of my buddies when i sent them the link uh, to that it made me sad when the response and like they reminded me of that so like my three of my favorite casters are now no longer with the panel technically. Um, so we have Lawler who is no longer at all with the panel. We have findable mm-hmm. carpet who is also no longer with the panel at all, which I love findable carpet. He was one of my favorites. Um, the beard was just incredible. And then Shogun <laughs> basically doesn't do, he doesn't do any desk or league play anymore. He just does RLCS uh, world championships, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if that's like a, a joint decision or whatever that may be, but like three of my favorite casters don't even do league play anymore, which makes me sad. So our panelists at least. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. I was, I was also very sad and, and um shocked to see that difference so uh he's also a good canadian lad so it makes me sad so um, that's so interesting because i it's it's t- like i like turtle as well but like he's also still getting better you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when when i watch him i'm like he does to me it feels like he's he's almost there but he's not quite there yet so if i can give an opinion Mm -hmm. on that i think that it's because they so they pair him with corelli more often than not Mm -hmm. is is who he does it with corelli is the king of cutting people off um and like it and and is Mm -hmm. actually pretty self-aware of that um specifically it rattles me when turtle will be giving like very very good analysis of a like this is why he made this decision to do this like in the middle of like a a calm part of play and corelli loves being the hype man right like it could just be like a a good boom that kind of goes bar out and like maybe a little miss and he'll be yelling into the mic like losing his mind that's something happen and all the time he cuts off turtle when he tries to have that analysis because like his turtle plays the role that i would like to play right he plays that that color commentator um and that's why 
it's I, I would love to see him with someone not Corelli. Uh, and I, he did actually do a bit of work with um, Johnny Boy and they worked really well together. Um, not on uh, RLCS, but just outside of that. Um, and they, they worked really well together. And Johnny, because Johnny Boy's a little more chill, right? Like he doesn't scream, he doesn't freak out. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so I think he needs to be with that to get him more comfortable. But I do agree, often it's, it sounds as if Turtle's tripping over his words. I often, personally at least, would attribute that more to him just being cut off and being uh, working through that than anything. But um, oh, yeah, that, that's something I mm-hmm. saw a lot. But um, I, I think it's still good feedback regardless of you to be able to notice that no no my point my point more than anything though is is the fact that like i don't think pro players it if you want pro players doing analysis that's fine but like if you're gonna get rid of casters that have actually been doing it for a long time have gone like that is their craft you know what i mean mm. like to just to 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 kind of portray the game and um and it's tough too because like it's it's not like the pro player like i think the pro players over time will be better because they had that pro player experience so they'll have a lot more insight um but it's like to dismiss someone's ability to present and talk and whatever because okay we just want pro players now it's kind of like yeah but i've I've never quite quite gotten it because it's like if they just wanted like i don't i'd almost understand it more if they got like all these people that are just professional broadcasters you know what i mean combo Mm mm-hmm like where it's like, oh, like we want a professional setup. Like we want this type of talking head, you know, like I'd almost mm-hmm. get it more because it's like, oh, we're going full corporate. But like, it's like, no, we're going to bring in former pro players and then train them. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I wonder if they're at like, I wonder if these pro players are willing to do it for less money as well. I don't know if that's I was also thinking about something like that exactly as well. Because like this, is, you see this in traditional sport all the time as well is it's, um, but often it's not, it's washed up pro players. Whereas like well, Turtle, no, Turtle had it, a good career it, in over zero, like won a world championship. So like they're, they're not like, over zero. Yes, we could argue he's pretty washed and so on. But um, I'm more talking about people who have like, just had bad careers like i like did not super make it but were personalities mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that tends to be the people mm-hmm. that that tend to end up on like I, I, my hockey experience is where it's kind of coming through right now but like a lot of panelists on a lot of the major hockey networks are ex nhl players weirdly a lot of like grinders like the guys who just fought a lot um because they just have the personality well, they have for the charisma, it. Dude. Um, you got it right it's the charisma <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is and so it's the the argument though is it's often pros ex pros who are trying to extend their career like they're still trying to quote make it despite not making it in the, the competitive way you know what i mean um whereas i don't mm. i don't see that as much in mm. the esports scene in general especially not in rocket league like i don't think that this is turtle trying to like make it like he actually has a music career as well like, like he's got other stuff going on um over zero could be a different argument mm. right of the like <laughs> didn't have the, like his mental health could unfortunately couldn't cope with the the professional competitive world however he can cope and work through this this world so like that could be an argument there i don't know if that's the case obviously we never will but um yeah that's kind of where my mind goes for a lot of that as well of, of it's often i hear the the negative part of it is just pros trying to like keep the dream alive you know and like stay part of it all right so just to the point of sports pros like i almost feel though like if you had a career of like 10 years or whatever and you're 30 and like, you're like, you love the sport or whatever, what like you're 35, whatever you're, you're at that tail end of your career. You love the sport and you want to keep going and you're like, Oh, let me try broadcast. Like that just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. That's also where my, um, like, so what do you I, think I did? Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I was hyper competitive in rocket league. And what do I do now? I cast community tournaments. <laughs> so <laughs> you coach. Right. No, perfect. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think but, yeah, personally mm-hmm. you generally like on a panel, at least not in, uh, I don't, think pros are generally good overall in uh like an actual casting thing but i agree pros are really <laughs> like some can make it but it's it's a it's a hard thing to do 
straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, takes, but, it takes years. It takes years it to learn how it to talk does. well. Yep. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, but, but on mm-hmm. a panel, having older pros and even older coaches, especially, uh, just to be able to talk about games that had just happened are so integral to, the, to everything, I, I would think. But you don't want to have too many. That's probably my um, top memory of Karma, honestly, is when she was, mm-hmm. it was not the most recent one, but this, the RLCS World Championships before that, she sat on the desk like several times and, and was speaking. Mm-hmm. And that was the season she literally played and went 0-7, right? Um, and <laughs> yeah. she sat on the desk several times. And like she, like she is also, like she's a decent personality when she's not talking about like some things that frustrate me. But um, no, like when, when she was talking about the games, like I was like, oh, like you fit in. Combo, you, you gotta send me well. clips. Cause like mm-hmm. as much as you talk, you've never provided evidence. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> This is, this is my Tom was uh, about to come in with the receipts. <laughs> I want the receipts. I want the receipts. I will go over them next next podcast that I'm on. Sounds good. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I derailed a bit, but let's let's move on. Unless unless there was a final thought you wanted there. Nah, uh, I think we're good. <laughs> it's sad to see Lola go. That's that's mm-hmm. my final thought. Yep, we're all sad. Combo, we I pulled a Corelli there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Things that have happened. Let's go, let's go into the esports transfers. All right. This will be where we finish up things that have happened since we, um, last do the big one talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, which ones were the day of, okay. So uh, first one, first one, first mm-hmm. big one, uh, January 8th. Okay. You already skipped uh, one. Can- Oh, did I already skip it? Which on the one did I skip? We, it was right after our podcast. Okay. That, or was it? I don't remember. Because with um, okay, 72, pin, 72 Pin Connector getting their new team, did that happen on, on, before the podcast? 72 like, Pin Connector. Okay, yeah. explain 72 Pin Connector to me. Oh, they, they've been an org for a very, very long time. Like They're like a community tournament kind of org and like have dappled in the RLRS a couple times. Um, they've had several okay. former players, um, but now so now their roster is uh, like Demo, Jacob, um, Garen left, and then Lion Blaze. So Jacob is still playing and now will be back, hopefully, at least in the RLRS. Ooh, so, more yeah. Jacob. Yeah, and I love me um, some Jacob. So. Cool. Uh, yeah, that was the one that happened day of, at least. So... <laughs> Okay, perfect. No, I was going to go to... Stop me at any point if, mm-hmm. if I'm missing something. I was going to go to uh, January 8th, K99JR <laughs> has retired, all right? And the reason I mentioned <laughs> him is because we happened to mention him last we did. Uh, episode. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I somehow was recommended the tweet of, to his tweet longer. Uh, oh, interesting. Um, and I read it over. I cannot remember all it was, but you can find it. It was a good Twitter, Twitter, sure. I, It was very professional, and he, he he's very a bit well of a done. meme boy. So I, I was I was impressed. So <laughs> you're saying this is all a ruse? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. I hit you with that, not with the other thing that happened in January. Speaking 8th. of a ruse, <laughs> um, so January eighth. I hope he goes where you're segwaying, Wabbits. We will see. Oh, I know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if he gets Mist it. This <laughs> is no longer in the PK. Is that the one? Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Miss is no longer PK. AJ has gone to PK from Rogue. Yeah, that's huge. Um, mm-hmm. Was this foreshadowed? I don't think so. In the meme? I don't think so at all. Did they know? Mm, like... I, that this was a this was a shock for me. It's, it's funny because yeah. from from yeah. what I got of the story and combo, correct me if I'm wrong here, is that Mist was already having some offers from other teams and he wanted to go try out for them. Um, and then PK was like, "Okay, that's okay as long as you let us try out people as well." And then after they kind of meshed with AJ, they're like, "Well, let's just go with AJ." Which so this is where I was going to say this mm-hmm. was really surprising me for me because 
I was finding like Mist was obviously very mechanically skilled um, as is AJ, but I found like Gyro more often than not was there kind of like the the hit the the flippery set into the nice goal mm-hmm. like that kind of style, which is what AJ's role was on Rogue. Um, so no, I Gyro was the smile of it, the team. Yeah, uh, and so, so <laughs> I, I would have thought that AJ would be filling Gyro's role. So I'm very curious to see mm-hmm. if they're already rechanging their meta immediately following such a successful season, right? Um, and hands on, the most interesting part of this is the fact that Mist hasn't technically gone anywhere yet like he's just listed as inactive so mm-hmm. well because uh, yeah. he tried out for teams but i don't think he had a guarantee you right? got it so it i'm very curious like, to see what ends up happening so they were it, it felt like the other part of the pk uh pittsburgh knights was like uh well if you're doing this uh they're kind of like well <laughs> we yeah. have to as well yeah yeah well it's tough too because like if he got an offer or like even if it's like a word of mouth is like this way you're getting he's like i can make that much you know what i mean like yeah. that's and then if he leaves then it's just wow yeah <laughs> Then they're left, so they have to. They, like they have to do this. They, what do you mean? They have to get. They no, have no, to they have to have someone ready to, to, to. Yeah. But the fact that they're like, well, that's such a difficult situation because it's like a lot of moving parts. Um, regardless, oh, I think a lot of people reacted appropriately. It's like no drama here. Like this is the best you could handle it, really. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it seems everyone's pretty professional about it. So, uh, you know, coming from the memers themselves, the fact that this was resolved quite okay hold on hold on what mm-hmm. was missed i'm i'm just thinking back to the peeps and birds and the bees thing that we talked about like months ago mm-hmm. so mist was on the original peeps roster or was he on the original peeps yeah, yeah this is the peeps roster my guy okay 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 but there oh, there's this, i have to go back to our own old episodes because like the fact that i keep seeing these names of like things we we're talking like drama we we're talking about like way 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 before it's just crazy to me <laughs> um drama in quotations okay sorry uh <laughs> i'm done with my rants uh let's keep going mm-hmm. um or actually you two talk about do you have any any things to think about like how, how do you think aj is going to fit with the team i've like combo said like gyro was definitely the pop-off and like the solo mm-hmm. play and stuff like that um with miss being a much more back player uh mm-hmm. so it's gonna be interesting if they just go full aggro with mm-hmm. uh Reddles now being you know the front man the demo the bully um and then aj and gyro kind of swapping out and playing a two style mm-hmm. um and then just like full aggro you know if they get uh if a counterattack happens and they basically just let a goal in, <laughs> but mm-hmm. their goal is to get so many goals that they're just ahead, which would be a really interesting play, but I don't think it would work. Um, or if AJ or gyro is going to adopt the back roll instead. hundred percent. And I'm, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. It, we'll, it's we'll interesting. See it goes, yeah. 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 Um, just a question. Are you going to be, are you just scrolling through the list like of transfers right now? And that's kind of how you're going to go yeah. about it. Cool. Cause I will say the transfers list, I believe missed one that I at least saw on Twitter Ooh. that wasn't listed here. So, um, that I noticed. I, I got one, yeah. maybe, maybe two more. Uh, so that you want to talk about, let me just get, yeah, let me get to it. Oh, okay. Wow, wow. Okay. I had like seven. I want to talk about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, Dude with the Nose and T.Y. Not Tyler? Is that the one you want to no, talk about, Kama? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> at all. See, I'm combo skipping the ones so I know, Kama. Uh, okay. What? what do you mean there's seven? I, I like their team There's name. no way there's seven. It, it literally, it's so funny because it is literally three 
guys on that and now we're talking about it but it's literally three guys that i i just dislike on the scene like prime thunder is incredibly immature um dude with a nose is dude with a nose um and tyler and tyler <laughs> I, the I, only thing worse is if karma was their coach is that yeah, what you're saying? Um, but I, I used to play in a lot of <laughs> like two tournaments like even like that this was like before rlcs even existed kind of thing and like that's one of my like competitive peak um and we literally played Ty not tyler like every single week in the semis or finals and he would win more often than not in these like nexus weeklies um is either him or if and this was the why i'm always kind of enjoying watching k-dop and fairy play together if carrie and uh carrie if uh, yeah carrie <laughs> that's what we'll call them uh if carrie ever came over from eu and played in these tournaments they would also just dominate um <laughs> and but I, he was like not that he was toxic but he was just like to play against so it's literally three <laughs> guys that i strongly dislike with a very funny team name as the carball terminators so <laughs> there it is they they terminate uh combo's ability to enjoy carball mm. um with that bigger news uh team soul mid you know they, they they lost alpha and they have picked up magnus on top of that their coach uh, is now snasky because i believe that jake was their coach before who's mm-hmm. no longer there mm-hmm. um so therefore getting you um tsm now is remco metzenoris and magnus with snasky as the coach Let's um, and Magnus I, back together. Let's go. <laughs> I'd also like to say that this is the also a very Viking team. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is the most Viking of Viking teams, although uh, I would like all of them to gain about 50 pounds of muscle and uh, then we can we can really get the Viking thing going. You know, this sh- <gasps> have you TSM. seen Metza though? <laughs> Metza is huge. <laughs> no, 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 but I want muscle. I want pure. <laughs> I want I want Vikings like the show. You know what I mean? Like that's. That's what I want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, I, I'm hyped, man. Like, so this, this no, is no, like, no. these are three players that I was in love with in RLCS season two. So I, and season T- three. Uh, so so I, and I'm mm-hmm. also like TSM has always just been the EU org I follow the most. So the fact that they're all now together with Snasky as their coach, I'm just fired up. It's just so good. In fact, TSM's in EU org is just beyond me. <laughs> um, knowing its roots, right? Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, hype hype TSM. Hype, hype. We can we can chant those louders. All right, first killer is on Ghost Gaming. Huge, no surprises, but huge, huge. So we got we got mini scrub killer over here, and we'll <laughs> see how he does. Um, and then I think oh, last no. one maybe that I see here is Tadpole is in Triple Trouble. Yeah, that was nice. So that like it's not is on Triple Trouble. It's he is revived Triple Trouble, right? Like like they are Ooh. they are back on. Like they're that back. that is. Ooh. I was like very very excited to see that. So it was because it was the Triple Ooh. Trouble Rocket League Twitter. Um, I, it was I can't remember what it was, but it was like it was like we're back, baby, or like something like that. Was there was their tweet? <laughs> um, and so they're announcing. I think it's every couple of days is when they're announcing one player on their um on their roster. So they started with um the Welshman Tadpole. Um, so they're so they're slowly announcing their roster, which like well, it brings in the, the veterans, um, the veteran, Dude, you got, which gimmick. people think that he's going to bring Rex Ronde in um as like a, a mm. like a TBT kind of thing. So um so okay we'll okay you can't be a veteran when you're 22 get out of here <laughs> in rocket league you can <laughs> i i yeah oh is, yeah. It, did, is that what they like, titled him is this uh, the veteran like is what it was right. yeah yeah they ah, have this little nice. tag ah, I'm like, but <laughs> I like that don't steal my gimmick for 10 years from now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Any, anything else here all right uh, any other ones combo yeah so the one that south america um 
what, what just all their switches and little shifts and stuff nope. yeah i was gonna talk yep. about a couple of them but like the, the only big one that like we we just didn't see was that loki decided to leave um, so the only one that matters yeah, yeah is, that, that was a big uh, one was that loki chose to to leave so um they, they don't have a team name or anything but they're just ex loki as of right now which is what liquidity always does yep. so um yeah but the one i was no, gonna was bring a, up i was go ahead I was just going to say the only one that matters is flashy. <laughs> just saying. Keep going. Um, the good. one I was going to bring up, which is interestingly, because I, I really scrolled to try and find it, and then I had to go refine the tweet to make sure that I, I wasn't making things up. Um, but their only note to it is they show um, Sebadam, uh, who is, they basically show him leaving Nordavind and is going to no one, or to none is what it says. Um but there is there's a very clear tweet from Tigri that I saw. Um, it was uh, like I think it was or late last week um, of him saying that he was announcing the AS Monaco roster for RLCS season nine. It was him. Uh, it was him. I ignite an extra, and then their sub is Sebadam. So um, so that is also a, a great roster, and I'm very excited to see that. So nice to see I ignite uh, back grinding again. So uh, and I also I've always liked Tigri and uh, extra is always ups and downs. So um, so yeah, we'll see. But that that is also a team to watch out for, and will will be a, a probably a pretty good showing. So um, especially I like I think Sebadam is going to be a great sub, and I, I hope that he can kind of um like keep going from there i think he was with uh, aldante slash nordavind last time so um yeah more from there 100 percent. so i i'm sure uh do, do we still have some time before roster locks yeah i don't remember yes, you had the date last days. time thank you i was gonna say i, I didn't remember days. so okay, yeah so well, now next podcast officially we'll be able to close them all out which is nice yeah <laughs> so, it'll be perfect. the day after oh, yeah oh my gosh Perfect. Perfect. The one time our our schedule works out. All right. Um, geez. Okay. We've had quite a show. I'm gonna cut it now because we're it's been a show. Yep. Um, but I will say a couple things to keep in mind. Um, uh, I believe so. To our patrons who do know, um, next week Wabbits uh will be uh hosting the show per se. Um, so we shall see how that goes. Wabbit says to, uh, has Learn been put in charge. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Uh, so I, I just, uh, we're kind of seeing how this goes. Um, I think one big thing as well for me is, um, because I'm doing a lot of outside stuff. I kind of want to see how it works with Wabbit's on the actual podcast. So I don't, um, I'm not thinking about, okay, what's the next topic? What's the next, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just to see, like, I, th- I think it's one way to spice it up as well. Um, I think it's a really big thing, um, too, because it, it lets me kind of be that, you know, that third man or the second man or whatever, whatever it may be, but like bounce off as opposed to like throw and then try to also, you know, throw in a 20 minute rant, you know, <laughs> uh, it's all about that energy. I also like to say last week is our 50th episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't mention anything about it. Um, mostly cause I feel like we've had celebrations for the last like two months, <laughs> couple like, celebrations recently. Yeah. Just like celebration after celebration. We're good. You know, I think you've got enough celebration episodes. <laughs> Um, just like us already like, <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of liking us uh like any of our tweets uh that you may send ao there it is that's why i'm the host um so yeah like any tweets uh retweet um if you want to post a reddit go ahead uh patreon's doing crazy good thank you so much all your supports it's been it's been more than we probably could have ever hoped for um honestly um so uh, keep up with that um and and uh, there's a little side project that I've announced on the Patreon, but I'll, I'll have more details on that probably either next week or in two weeks, uh, kind of depending how things go. Uh, regardless, uh, thank you very much. I hope you have a great week. 
combo. Uh, I know you are sleep deprived, so please go get some sleep. I'm, um, I'm wired now. But <laughs> I think I think you were you had a you know, honestly maybe maybe we just have to get you delirious every show. You got some crazy insights. Um, Wabbas, thank you for being on as always. And with that, I bid you all a goodbye. Bye. Bye.